0: Macarena has a boyfriend, whose last name is Vitaro. And while he was pledging the flag, she was cheating with two friends. Give your body joy, Macarena. Your body is to be given joy and good things. Give your body joy, Macarena. Hey, Macarena. Macarena, Macarena, Macarena. Who likes the summers of Babea? Macarena, Macarena, Macarena. You like to party hard. Macarena dreams of El Coro Inglés and she buys the latest fashion. She'd like to live in New York and to catch a new boyfriend. Give your body joy, Macarena. Your body is to be given joy and good things. Give your body joy, Macarena. Hey! Macarena! Macarena, Macarena, Macarena. And she'd like to hear the latest fashions. She'd like to live in New York and catch a new boyfriend. Macarena! Hey! Macarena!
1: Well, what do you know?
0: From Columbus, Ohio to Boonville, Mississippi, it's What Do You Know with Michael Feldman from PRI Public Radio International. That's John Tulane at the piano and Jeff Eccles on bass. I'm Jim Packard. In this hour of What Do You Know, thanks for the memos, the What Do You Know quiz. And uh, that was hour number two, so we'll have a hotline in this hour. Support for What Do You Know comes from Public Radio International Affiliate Stations and the Public Radio International Program Fund. Support is also... Provided in part by Wisconsin Tourism and Wisconsin's world class touring and miking mountain biking trails. From the Anape to the Wyawash Trails, Wisconsin covers a biker's needs from A to W. For more information about Wisconsin bike trails, call 1 800 432 TRIP for a free biking guide. Now, the man who believes his tomatoes were genetically damaged by something the neighbors were doing in their yard, Michael Feldman.
1: How about that? Hey, into the Jim Packard Lutheran mix, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. It was good, Jim. It was good. It Thanks. Was for really that. good. It was better than good. I don't care you did the second hour first. Or we're done. That means it means we're done. Oh, that was very good, Jim. And you didn't actually know that song yeah. before you came here today. Didn't you? Well, I clipped yeah. the lyrics because yeah. I had never seen it before. Yeah. And thanks. Uh, we had Megan up here dancing. For she the, was perfect for the dancing impaired in our audience. And, uh... Okay, let's do the news. I don't care about this so much anymore after that. But that's okay. How are you? Nice to see you. Okay, in the news, um, I got an idea. How about a no-fly zone for Dick Morris, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Operation Desert Dick, we could have, and that would be. Or dessert, I guess. Okay, I can't come back from this hey, Macarena <laughs> thing. I can't. It's so good, okay. Can you see him, though, trying to, Dick Morris, trying to explain, he's an advisor to Clinton who was caught in a star and resigned uh, in the middle of the night. And, uh, how does he explain it to his wife? Right? He works with his wife. He goes on pictures, you know, honey, I can explain the bathrobes. Sudden downpour. We were talking, there's a sudden downpour. We were soaked to the skin just passing by the Hilton gift shop. <laughs> right? So naturally we checked in and put the president on the speakerphone and played Oval Office. A... <laughs> of course, Dick Morris is the first to leap off the bridge to the 21st century, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but like Morris the Cat, his protege, he, uh, landed on his feet this week. Uh, he surfaced as a special advisor to President Saddam Hussein. <laughs> That explains Sodom's uh, quick uh, swing to the center uh, of, of Kurdistan, of course. <laughs> Part of his new family's first program. Pure Dick Morris. Actually, now they are running out of names for the uh, operations in the desert. You may have noticed they had Desert Storm, Desert Shield. This is Desert Strike. Uh, the next one has to be Desert uh, doo Wackadoo, doo <laughs> And maybe then Desert uh, vododio Do or Desert doo wah diddy diddy dum diddy Do. And here is a Jim Packard version of that song. That hey, <laughs> <have>. Macarena. <laughs> get off that song, can you? Uh. Now, of course, uh, Operation uh, Desert Inn, uh, if Sodom threatens Las Vegas. <laughs> Operation Desert Open, if there's any threat to Palm Springs or Bob Hope. And Operation Desert Parfait, any threat to Martha Stewart. I <laughs> <laughs> also need a new word for allies, I think. I don't think, you know, about with friends like these instead of allies. So uh, it's... There you go. Other news, uh, first time in history, a Russian leader has admitted having health problems. As far as you know, Brezhnev, Kosygin, and Chernenko, while dead, are in perfect health. <laughs> now they're saying that Yeltsin uh, won't need the bypass operation because they've been bypassing him right along. So actually... <laughs> uh, actually, Dick Morris now is running the Russian state. Uh... Uh, Bob Dole has fired his two top campaign advisors. They're apparently so inept, they are unable to find a call girl in Washington, D.C. <laughs> uh, they ended up in bathrobes with each other, so that was very disappointing. So it's, it's not the economy, stupid, I think, is what it comes down to. Uh, the latest polls indicate that uh, the boil removed from Clinton's neck is beating Bob Dole, 56-39... <laughs> And finally, the government announces a new security attempt to profile passengers at airports for security. Uh, The bags can go right through, but the passengers have to hop up on the X-ray scanner and (laughs) advise you not to eat for 24 hours before your flight. That's all the news. That isn't A Macarena. arena is going to I the list of my the chicken dance and the hokey pokey dances yep. i refuse to do and i just can't do them anyway i've tried it's, a, it's too uh i'm like al gore when that, you know? <laughs> well it's the uh, first week of kindergarten and our family i don't know about yours but uh, for ellie you know it was, uh, it was really something the crying the screaming the fear in her eyes but uh, her mother will get over it you know <laughs> it was trauma week all week it was uh, and you know bus was all screwed up, And so she ended up riding on the bus for like an extra 45 minutes, you know, on the way home and passing up her house several times. <laughs> you know, the first time she'd really been on a bus, let alone, you know, school bus. And suddenly everyone's up at seven in the household, and I'm, I'm actually having my school dreams again as a result of identifying with what she's going through, because you're feeling, you know, here's your little girl suddenly. She's, always, she's been in daycare all this time, just a kid. and Suddenly she's up at seven, every day, got a, with a backpack on and all supplied, with all her supplies and stuff, and lunch packed, a little lunch money, and lined up for like 20 years of compulsory education. You know, I, feel, I really feel... I felt like we sold her out, like she was going out to pick lettuce or something in the field. <laughs> and she had a horrible time. She actually did throw up at one bus stop. but that, I, I wasn't supposed to mention that, but it was a pretty traumatic but i'm sort of wondering out there if some of the uh, how the experience was for some of the other kindergartners out there in our audience so we do have a lot of five-year-olds who listen to this show and uh
0: it's not over their heads at all i don't know why that is
1: and i thought why not hear from them and what their experience was it was it how did it go the first week was it traumatic traumatic is too big a word isn't it uh was it good was it bad did you enjoy it? Was it? Did you have fun? How was your first week in kindergarten? If you happen to be a kindergartner whose first week just occurred, Jim, where can they dial? They should dial one eight hundred. They can't dial, can they? Uh, possibly they can. Yeah. Yeah. But one
0: 5669 Wando yeah. or Wackney.
1: Perhaps an adult uh, at home there a would mother help mother or father. I uh, can dial that number one eight hundred W H A K N O W. If you are a kindergartner who's just gone through his first week of kindergarten, we'd like to hear from you and how it went uh, uh, from your point of view, because we know how it went in our household. One. 800 W H A K N O W or nine four two five six six nine. Our kids, here you go. Pick up the phone. Dial a 1 first. Okay. Now dial 800. No, 8. <laughs> zero, zero. You know what zeros are. Okay. Okay. Now 9. That's an upside down 6. 4. 9, 4. Then a 2. Okay. Now a 5 two sixes in a row. A six, another six, and a nine. Wait a minute, that's eleven numbers. Okay, good, it worked. <laughs> Hello, hi, is this Randy? Um, hi Milwaukee. Randy. Uh, are you, You're in Milwaukee? My,
2: my, my name's Randy. Yeah. Hi, my name's Randy from Milwaukee.
1: Hi Randy, can you hear me okay?
2: Um, my
1: school was great. Oh, you had a great time. What school did you go to, Randy? What was the name of it? Hello. Hello.
2: Whitman. I Ran- go
1: to Wetland. Oh, okay. I, uh, Wetland School. And and Can this. I- w- did you have to ride the bus, Randy? Hmm? Did you have to ride the bus? Hey,
3: Whitman,
1: Elementary. Whitman Elementary.
2: Whitman Elementary. Okay. Teacher name
1: is Mrs. Vellinger. And she's a lovely woman, is she?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah? What did you do on the first week of, of school?
2: I'm in mean the Apple picture. Counting?
1: Counting. Uh-huh. On the Apple computer? No. An Apple oh, an Apple picture. You drew a this picture. an
2: Apple picture.
1: Yeah, okay, that's good. That teaches something.
2: Apple
1: apple people isn't that cute and so you like it do you have to ride the bus Randy or do you walk to school
2: Mm -hmm. I walk to school
1: oh that's nice so you don't have to go through the bus thing that's good and then do you have the hot lunch there at school
2: because we just live right across the street from the school
1: oh are you lucky can you go home for lunch then
2: no we eat at the school
1: oh did you bring your lunch with you yeah what did you have for lunch What what did your mom or dad make you Yeah, did you eat yours, or did you save it until you got home like my daughter did? Uh So you had a good week, in other words. Yeah. Super week. I'm sorry? Super week. A super week. Randy, thank you very much. Nice talking to you. That's Randy from Milwaukee. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He had a super week. Of course, his dad was prompting him pretty heavily there. I mean, he was like feeding him lines, Jim. Uh, in Columbia, Missouri, beautiful Columbia. Dad, ask me. Hi, Rose. Are you there? Hello, Rose. Is this Rose? Hello. Hi, Rose. Can you say hello? This is Michael. <laughs> Did you just start kindergarten, Rose? Is this worse than kindergarten? Can you say hello, Rose? Are you there? Hi, honey. How are you? How was was kindergarten? Was it good? Mm -mm. Okay. Thanks, Rose. That was an honest response. Anything you want to say? That's okay. You don't have to. Thanks for calling, though. Bye. Nice talking to you. Okay. I See, her dad wasn't prompting her, so I guess that's the reason that this... Uh, in Little Rock, where we'll be in a very short time, uh, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. How are you?
2: Fine.
1: How you doing? Uh, was the first week good in kindergarten? Yes. Yeah? Did you have to take the bus? Yes. Was that hard for you, or did you like it?
2: Oh, I liked
1: it. You did, huh? Where did you sit?
2: At number one
1: table. At number one table. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. You were sitting at the number one table. Who, did you have a lot of your friends there with you the first day?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, so, so that was good, right? Your, yeah. Yeah. What did you like most about it, Joshua?
2: Um, going to recess.
1: Going to recess. Well, you got that down. All right, that's, that's a good response. And, and do they have a lot of playground equipment there? Yes. So what, what did you play on? The big playground. The big playground. Wow. They got bars you can hang from and uh, rings and everything? Um Yeah. Well that's pretty cool. How does this did you go to, to uh, daycare before this? Were you go were you going to daycare before?
2: No.
1: No? So you went right from your, your home to that and you think you're gonna enjoy it? Yeah. Okay, what's your teacher's name?
2: Miss Burton.
1: Miss Burton. And is she pretty cool? Well, that's great, Joshua. I hope you have a great coming week, okay? Okay. Nice talking to you. So I guess my kid is the only one who's really traumatized <laughs> by... So far, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's find out how it's going in the big city here in Chicago, and Karen is going to school there in kindergarten. Karen, are you there?
4: Yeah,
1: I am. Oh, Karen. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> You're getting so big, Karen. I can't get... Yeah. <laughs> how was your first day in kindergarten? How was your first day in kindergarten?
4: Well, I have a little story, a bus story about kindergarten.
1: You do? Okay.
4: My neighbor's son is taking the bus. Yeah. Well, of course, all the mothers whose first children are going to kindergarten follow the bus in their car. (laughs) So you see the bus going by with ten cars behind it. So she got out of her car and was standing on the corner waiting for her son to get off the bus. Well, instead of turning... To drop him off, the bus driver just kept going. <laughs> and she's waving to her son as he's going in the complete opposite direction of the school.
1: Uh-huh.
4: And the bus driver does not know he's on the bus. Oh, dear. Yeah. So two hours later, he arrived at school.
1: Uh-huh.
4: And she said, Oh, Danny, are you okay? Oh, are you okay? And he said, Mom, I'm a little late for kindergarten. She said, Yeah, you are, honey. And, he, and she said, Were you nervous? And he said, well, I thought I probably had to go for some
1: more shots. I didn't have, because you kids have to get shots before they go to
4: kindergarten. Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't that a cute story? I thought that was good. It is very cute. But Karen, you're not in kindergarten yourself. No, I'm not. Okay. Thanks for calling, though. Okay. All right, bye. Got a couple more kids here, calling. Let's see if it's, uh, how their experience, if it stacks up to some of these. Not. Natalie and Oshkosh. Hi, Natalie. How you doing, dear? Good. Okay. Did you enjoy your first day at school? Yeah. You did? Uh, what What did you do when you got there?
2: Um, read. You, you read? What?
1: You read a story?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, what What was the story? Do you remember?
2: Um, I'm too old for
1: naps. I'm too old for naps. So, does that mean that you don't get a nap then at kindergarten? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what my daughter did, she... Uh, uh, my wife, I'm trying to think what the, her title is, uh, her mother cut a little square of her blanket out so she could take it to school with her. Because she couldn't go in there without her blanket before, but now she took a little square and she put it in her lunchbox. What do you think about that?
2: That sounds like a story I heard at my school.
1: A story you heard at your school? Mm-hmm. Someone else did that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So uh, it sounds like you, you, you pretty much enjoy this, right? There's no problem for you there at yeah. school? Oh, that sounds excellent. Do you have your friends with you in class? What? Do you have your friends with you in class? Do you know the people there? Mm,
2: no, but I have a new friend there.
1: You, did you make a new friend? Yep. Well, that's great, Natalie. You're going to do well, I can tell. Is this better or worse than daycare?
2: Um, Better.
1: No kidding. Well, I'm glad you feel that way, Natalie. Graduate school is next, you know, after this. <laughs> I hope you have a great year. Bye. Bye, Natalie. Nice talking to you. Thank Yes. Yeah. Uh, does, does, Ellie, does Ellie know you're telling the, everybody about her little She doesn't squirt? listen anymore. Oh, okay. She doesn't listen anymore. Okay. No, she's beyond this. She, she came to the show when she was two and three, and then she was over it. You know, so. doesn't care what I do anymore. All right. So she won't hear any of these stories, hopefully otherwise i'll have to pay for it uh that's true though i do have to worry about not just the mother now but the, yeah. the daughter yeah uh let's try, let's try this here from rocky uh rocky mountain uh rocky mount north carolina katie's on the line hi katie hi. how are you doing hi and you had your first day of school was that pretty exciting yeah it was what was it what was the best thing that happened Bus? Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy the bus ride, or was it kind of scary? I enjoyed it. Oh, you enjoyed it. That's nice. Did you throw things out the window like the other kids? No. Don't do that now, because the driver gets mad when you do that. And then uh, you got to school, and uh, uh, did you bring a lunch with you, or did you have the hot lunch? I
2: uh, bring a lunch with
1: me. Yeah, and did you remember to eat it? Yeah. Well, see, my daughter then is really unique, I think, because she brought her lunch home intact, and she refused to eat there, too. So it sounds like you had a very good time. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: but that's all over now. Yeah. Okay, Katie, I want to wish you a very happy year, okay? Yeah. I hope you enjoy school. Have a great time. Bye. Okay, bye, Katie. All right, that's Katie. Isn't she cute? All right, we'll do, what we have one more We're waiting on the line here. Mia from Bexley, Ohio. Let's. And so far we've had really kind of a good, uh, is that near you? Someone here from Bexley? Columbus. So oh, it's okay. It's near Columbus. Okay, Mia, are you there? Yeah. How are you doing? Fine. I bet you had a good week, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Did you you enjoyed school? Yeah. Is there anything about it you didn't like the first week? Mm-mm. No. Did they put you in groups when you are there? Like, are you in the bumblebee group or the bluebird group or? No. No. Can you sit wherever you want? Yeah. Well, that's cool. And who'd you sit next to? Paulina. That was a good choice. She's pretty nice. Did you um, Did you know Paulina from before? No. Oh, so you see, just met. Her. Are you friends now? Uh, yeah. Well, that's very good. Maybe she can come over to your house and play sometime. Possibly not. Okay. Mia, you still there? Okay, goodbye, sweetie. Have a great have a great year. Bye. Thanks for calling. Take care. There you have it. Everyone else is doing fine. Positive. Just what I thought. It's just us. It's just us. That's true about the parents following the bus. So though. <laughs> Sandy <laughs> leaped in her van and drove off. Okay. What do we usually do at this time, Jim? Oh. How about good. another Hey Macarena? Oh, maybe not. Maybe a song. Well, why don't you sing with this one, too? What are you guys going to be playing this time? It's called Bird Like. Something that Jim could sing on? I'm sure he could. Bird like? Well if you feel if it if, okay. if, if, if it, it comes if over the you Spirit Jim, moves you, me. The spirit moves you, then you move with it. And uh, right now, John Tulin on piano and Jeff Eccles on bass.
0: What Do You Know? on PRI, Public Radio International.
1: What about those guys, huh? I don't know. What about them? I have no idea. We've got a good-looking audience here. Let's run through them and see uh, who we can intimidate while sitting in the crowd here. Uh, Sir, how are you today? Nice to see you. Fine. Your name is? Robert Giebel. Robert, where are you from? Fond du Lac. From Fond du Lac. What brings you down here?
0: Oh, our daughter lives down here, and she had invited us down to the show. Yeah?
1: So she can't come home once in a while? What's the big deal? You've got to come to Madison. She can't come to Fond du Lac, huh? She
2: comes to Fond du Lac. She does?
1: Sure. How often? Just with laundry or what? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so she does come home on a regular basis. Oh, sure. Yeah. How did you feel about her moving down to Madison? Were you a little worried about that? No, not
0: a bit. No. She's a growing girl.
1: Oh, you got a good attitude. What's the matter with you? <laughs> are you actually her parent? I can't believe. So you trust her judgment pretty much. Sure. Yeah, well, that uh, trust is better than mine. <laughs> Can you give us an example of that? Or maybe.
2: <laughs> and this would be the missus here,
1: right? Hi. How are you? Fine. And your name is?
2: Marianne. Marianne, how are you? Ebel.:
1: Nice to have you here.
2: <laughs> I'm fine. Where'd
1: you first uh, meet this fellow here?
2: <laughs> oh, a little, few miles away from home.
1: A few miles away from home. That'll teach you. That'll teach you to wander away from home. He was just lying there in the road or?
2: At church. Oh, at
1: church. Okay, so you went to church one morning and he was sitting there in, in your pew or across the way? or oh. No. I mean, the first moment you set eyes on him. These are always such magical moments. Where, where was he sitting? Church
4: basement. In the Church basement.
1: I had a rum, was it, they had the rummage sale down there, or the bingo night, or...?
2: What did they call it? <laughs> Darts? They had dart games. She's saying it
1: was shuffleboard.
2: <laughs>
1: dart games, and you won him in a dart game. Isn't that an amazing? <laughs> Good prize. And did you know right then that he was the guy for you? No. Do you know it now, or...? <laughs> Are you starting to get that feeling, or...?
2: it could be a lot worse Yeah. It could
1: be a lot worse. <laughs> I think so you make a very nice couple actually how many years have you had that feeling now
2: almost 54
1: 54 years that's fabulous <laughs> Jim 54
0: years deserves something it does indeed uh, we have some of the famous wines from the Wolersheim winery and a lawn elephant to mark the occasion
1: <laughs> are you Republicans I hope you are if you're not we're giving you a lawn elephant you got to do something with people are going to think you're republicans whether you are or not that's you all right change party affiliation if you're not yeah okay maybe after the election you will
2: all depends all depends
1: okay. yeah all depends is a good thing to say no wonderful 54 nearly 54 years you're the daughter no where's the daughter you're the daughter how are you Fine. come home more
5: often mary schultz
1: yes mary schultz come home more often they miss you okay i will Nice to have it here. We have also uh, Rachel Edelman from Ithaca, who is a grad student in food science. And if you're wondering what food science is, I must admit I'm curious too. Oh, hi, is that you?
2: Yes. <laughs> what
1: is food science?
2: Oh, gosh. Uh, science
1: of food, we know that.
2: Yeah, it could be anything, food chemistry, anything relating to uh, processing of foods and yeah. chemical reactions in foods, yeah. big definition.
1: <laughs> yeah, so chemical reactions in foods, like what happens when you leave them in the refrigerator for a month?
2: Right. Yeah, it could be it. And you study that
1: to, to what end?
2: Right now I'm studying ice cream, actually.
1: Ice cream? I, I would think that ice cream has pretty well been solved by now. I mean, what, <laughs> what, what are the, some of the questions in, in ice cream science?
2: Uh, some of the reactions of the ingredients and what's going on uh-huh. in the ice cream.
1: Yeah. Is there something that we could improve about ice cream?
2: Um, sure. There's always things to improve. Like
1: make it so it didn't melt uh, on a kid's hand? <laughs>
2: do that. <laughs>
1: is it possible to make ice cream that doesn't melt? Or is that uh, do we need a colder environment?
2: Uh, someone could probably do it. Yeah. Probably it. wouldn't taste too good.
1: And then when you get through with your, you think, are you going to specialize in ice cream or uh, you other dairy products or is <laughs> that curdle? <I> could. <laughs> are you tending towards the, the dairy products? Yeah. And then uh, w- what do you do when you, when you finally have studied that? Uh, get a job. <laughs> like slicing cheese somewhere <laughs> yeah. at. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's very good.
1: Here, it was nice to meet you. Are you all in food science? Just like a food science? You're in food science too. Yeah. Are you in the ice cream division or there? Uh, butter. Butter. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh... <laughs> found new uses for that, have you? Or... Yeah, it's been solved. But... <laughs> sorry. It's just like ice cream. But... Yeah, pretty much a known quantity. Yeah. Yeah. How can we improve it? You know. Yeah. And what what do you can see as an improvement in butter? Spreadability. Spreadability is always it. A... spreadability at room temperature is what you're thinking of. When you take it out of the fridge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can just leave it out like I do, and it's very spreadable. (laughs) Especially in August and early September. Yeah. Nice to meet you. You're in food science, too. And are you in food science? Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's your division? Um, Well, I run the dairy plant at Babcock Hall. Oh, you're the ice cream guy. (laughs) Ice cream guy. Now, how much... How much of that, I don't know if you're probably not familiar with other parts of the country, Babcock Hall ice cream is, is world famous. It's a very fine ice cream. I'm not just saying this to try and cotton up to you here and get a few quarts, but um, how much is this local now? Are these, the, the cows that you have on campus there in that dairy barn? Does that milk, milk rushed to you at the ice cream uh, uh, building and made in an ice cream and churned or uh, whatever they do uh, right there? Not anymore. Uh, nope. Um, it, it all has to do with the
0: uh, bovine growth hormone controversy, so... How oh, so? Um, we prefer not to use milk from uh, cows that are on, on treatment.
1: Oh, so the cows on campus are on treatment? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Frankly, I think the students should be on treatment on this campus. <laughs> I agree. Forget the cows. Why right. do you treat the cows then? Uh, that's part of research uh, going on in dairy science. Oh, they want to see what grows on them? <laughs> uh, well, try to, try to get them to uh, give more milk. I see. So the milk could come from anywhere then? Right. Mm-hmm. But you, you do churn it right here on camera. What, you, don't, you don't churn ice cream. What do you do to it?
0: Uh, crank it. Yeah, you crank it, you freeze it, yeah. stabilize it. Yeah, and that happens here.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. right what there. room is that in? I want to check that. It's uh, room 128, Babcock Hall. Can you just walk in there and. Uh... Sure, you could. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get in the door, though. What?
0: No. Well, come on over, I'll give you a tour.
1: Okay. Oh, I'd love to see the ice cream plant. Are you in food science too? You're his wife, okay. All right, so you're on, you're on the food chain, but you're not a part of food science. Okay, other yeah, food science here. Interesting field. Okay. Uh, Jeff Broder, Arlington Heights, Illinois, CPA. That reminds me, quarterly taxes. There you do. Come on down here, will you? Yeah. Didn't you know that September fifteenth? I gotta send in some. I'm on the quarterly system. I pay a quarter every every few months. It's I don't. know anything about that. Yeah, then I owe Ten thousand dollars at the end of the year, and it works out very well.
3: Well, do you pay it? Yeah. No. Oh. Yes. So what
1: do you guys do the rest of the year?
3: Well, I'm I'm not in private practice. You're
1: not. What do you, I, you, what I do, you work,
3: do? I work for an advertising agency.
1: A CPA for an ad agency? Mm hmm. Right. What was your job and consist of there?
3: Just doing the you know, billing the clients, collecting the money, paying the bills. Okay,
1: easy work. Yes. So you don't worry about tax time and all? Because my dad was a CPA and it was like, you know, tax time was really traumatic.
3: Yeah, I, I had enough of that, so I got out several years ago. Very good.
1: Now you said, uh, what is this here about Garrison Keeler?
3: Oh, yes, I met Garrison last weekend at a yeah. book signing. Yeah. And um, he said he didn't like you either.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm really hurt because he's actually my idol. That's not really that's not really true.
3: He said he never heard of you. No.
1: Did he? No, 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 no that's not true. Because he was saying that for a long time. I, never I will did. say I will say that he dressed at a, in a
3: nice suit and a tie, and uh, well, he. Well, you... What
1: are you implying? <laughs> what is it? It's radio. What is wrong with this? Nothing, I'm wearing a t- I do t-shirt like, and slacks. I do like. I'm wearing t- pants. Th- what can you say?
3: <laughs> well, I'm not sure if he's wearing the pants. Maybe not. I only saw him from the waist up.
1: But that's Garrison's little secret. <laughs> <laughs> I like
3: your T-shirt. Not much you. I like yeah, that. Yeah.
1: So you did say he, either you didn't like me or you he never heard of me. Which of the two? Neither. I, just, I lied just so I could oh, get on did, the show. Good, because he is, he is my hero, and I would hate to think anything, any bad blood existed between us. No. He, I was just
3: so overwhelmed to meet him, I couldn't think of, of you. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't, do you have that pretty much the same reaction now uh, with me? Or? Can you uh, not think of him because I'm here? That's right. You got over it pretty quickly, didn't you? Okay, so sit down, will you, Jeff? It was very interesting. but uh, Jeff Broder, CPA. Uh, well, that's about it. What is the secret of a happy marriage? No, I don't think so. Uh, okay, so what we're do, we're going to play a round of the what do you know quiz. This is something where you can uh, show how, how much you've learned over the years simply by answering a few easy questions that are designed on a really kind of a sixth grade level. Before we can play the actual quiz, we have to have someone tell us who can and cannot participate in it. And this week, re- uh, reading the four disclaimers, we have... Jack Anderson. Jack, enough time to look that over? Okay, Jack, you want to you want to get up here, Jack, and uh, this tells you if you can if you qualify or not. Jack? So I just read this? Yeah, just read it.
3: Okay, all questions used on what do you know have been painstakingly researched although the answers have not. Ambiguous, misleading, or poorly worded questions are par for the course. Listeners who are sticklers for truth should get their own shows. Hey, Macarena. <laughs> oh, don't hey, Macarena, me. Um, persons employed by the International House of Radio or its member stations are, yeah, I guess so, are lucky to be working at all, let alone tying at the office phones trying to play the quiz. Listeners who have won recently should sit in their hands and let somebody else have a chance for a change. And number four, all opinions expressed on what do you know are well-reasoned and insightful. Needless to say, these are not those of the International House of Radio. It's member stations or lackeys. Anyone who says otherwise is issued
1: for a fight. Nice job. Nice shirt. Uh, You can keep that. I don't know what you want it for. All right, here's a chance to uh, take the what do you know quiz, a chance to show what you've learned over the years. Let's see the hands of those of you who think that you have something to share with the American continent. Uh, those of you uh, all the years uh, you never really had a chance to show how much you've learned uh, from your education yes how about you ma'am put on your shoes <laughs> oh they're not shoes they are those uh, what you would call it, sandals very nice hi how are you
5: hi it's nice to
1: meet you. Nice to meet you. Are you kind of plus to meet me in person?
5: Yes. We've been <laughs> listening to you for many, many years. Well, not too many years. No,
2: not too many. <laughs> Maybe a year, huh? Nice.
5: No,
1: longer
2: no
5: longer than
1: uh, that. Okay. Uh, what's your name?
5: Barbara Marosco. Uh
1: And Barbara, where are you from?
5: Clear Lake, Iowa. Clear Lake,
1: Iowa. Very nice. People used to applaud towns. They don't can, anymore. Can I say hello to some
5: people? <laughs> yes, sure. Hello, Mike, Jackie, Jane, Micah, Robert, Amy, and Kathy. And hi, Cindy, and happy birthday.
1: Okay. Anyone else?
5: <laughs> no, that's everybody in town.
1: Barbara. <laughs> that's all, Clear Lake. Barbara. Yes. Give me one good reason you should play this quiz, Barbara.
5: Because it's Cindy's fortieth birthday, and she couldn't be here, and I would like to win those fabulous prizes to give to her for her
1: birthday. Oh, isn't that nice? You could buy something; it'd be a lot easier. You step down try. here, Barbara. Right up here, Barbara. That's Jim Packard there, the Macarena man. Can you step up Jump there and right have a seat in that Howard Johnson's chair? Howard Johnson's chair. I don't think I drank any of that, if you want some. Okay. I, I did drink out of this, so I don't know if you want that. And, uh, so Barbara, wouldn't it be a little easier just to, to buy a present for you? Know, either you're a very generous person or, or a very cheap one.
5: Well, I asked earlier, and they said that you're out of everything. Oh, we are? And there's nothing available. <laughs> so this is my final choice.
1: Is that true? Are we out of everything and there's nothing available? Is that why the store closed down? Yeah. I guess, I guess it's true. Then we've yes. stopped uh, yes. offering anything because uh, it's like the Titanic, I guess. <laughs> they closed the gift shop right before it went down. Uh, that was the first thing. So, um, Barbara. Yes. Tell me about yourself. What do you do out there in Clear Lake?
5: I'm a teacher's aide at Central Intermediate School.
1: Central Intermediate. Is that like a junior high? Or Grades
5: 4, 5, and 6.
1: Oh, so that's even before middle school. So right. you have an intermediate before there's a middle
5: Right. and then well, a junior no, high. We call and our, it's a junior high.
1: It's and, a junior high. Yes. 4th, 5th, and 6th is a junior high?
5: No. 4th, 5th, and 6th is the intermediate, intermediate. school. Intermediate. Junior high is 7th and
1: 8th. 7th and 8th. We the, don't
5: have a middle school.
1: You don't? That's kind of odd. I mean it's you go island. from intermediate right to uh, junior high. And then what are they, they, is it still primary school yes. first three Yes. Yes. And uh, what do you do as a teacher's aide?
5: I help in the resource room. And
1: Children what is a resource room? Special help. Mm-hmm. Is a resource room like a library or a...
5: No. Students that need special help in classes come to our room for the help.
1: Well oh, that's nice. So you counsel them and give them and an, an tutor them or
5: tutor them. Yeah. Tutor. That would be a good
1: so you know every subject, so you feel at ease in, in tutoring in any subject?
5: Everything but math.
1: <laughs> so if you get math problems, what do you refer them to I someone else? I refer them
5: to someone else, yes. Oh,
1: that's interesting. What's, what's your long suit as far as tutoring goes?
5: Probably reading. Reading, okay. Yes. Well, that's very nice.
1: Is, have you always done this teacher's aid thing? or?
5: Yes, for quite a while.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, that's, that's very good. And uh, you're mar- is that, are you married there? Is that uh, that's individual my with there. you there? Yes. Okay. Yes. His and, name is Gary. Hi, Gary i refer to you by first name now that we have uh, Do you have children, too? Yes.
5: Yeah. Jane and Michael and Robert and Kathy are my children, mm-hmm. and their spouses, three of them are married.
1: Mm-hmm. You want to get the spouses' names, too?
5: Well, I've already said hello to them. Do you want me to oh, say that their names was, okay. again? All right, now we know.
1: All right, Now, now we know where it's. And they're all in Clear Lake?
5: No. Two are in, in Minneapolis. One is in St. Louis, and Kathy is at the University of Northern Iowa in Cedar Falls.
1: Oh, how wonderful. What a wonderful family. Yes, it is. How do you people applaud anymore? I mean, they were like 53 years over there, and I couldn't get applause out of you people. What's the matter? their uh-huh. Lake is worth some applause. And yes, it is. And so is family life, family values. Family How, what values. do you think of this election? No, let's talk about family family values and all that stuff.
5: Oh, I don't want to talk
2: about the election. No, I'm not... <laughs> All
1: right, that's a good answer. you. Obviously, you have family values. You don't. Gary needed. would talk
5: about the election.
1: Well, I'm glad I didn't choose on then. I, <laughs> I think your answer was appropriate. All right, Barbara, we're going to play the What Do you know quiz. Someone out there gets to play along with you, uh, as you probably know. Jim, what is that number they call? That number
0: is one eight hundred nine four two five six six nine.
1: WANO or whack now? And this is a math problem, so don't.
5: Oh, I'm glad I don't have to answer it. Don't intervene.
1: <laughs> all right, don't advise anyone on this. Uh, this. is something that's been in the news as well, and it's uh, if you take two and multiply it by itself, one million. 257,787 times and subtract one, you get a number that's so important that it made the news. The question is, what is that number and why did it make the news? If you know, give us a call here, one 800 whak 9425669 Why did this rather huge number, which would take 12 newspaper pages, I'm told, make the news? Take two, multiply it by itself, So You can do this at home if you'd like. We start now anyway. Two times two times two, uh, 1,257,787 times. And then remember to subtract the one at the end. And the question is, why would this number make the news? I saw it. You saw it in the news, did you, with the lyrics of the Macarena song? It was next to it. Yeah. Did you hear Jim's, Jim's Macarena sound? wasn't yes, that very good? Yes, that was wonderful. Yes. Do you dance the Macarena? I have never
5: danced it. Never danced
1: home. the Macarena. No. I've got the steps right here. Does it make you want to dance the <laughs> Macarena?
5: After today, no.
1: <laughs> do you do the chicken dance at weddings? You must do. Something.
5: Yes, you do. yes. I that's shame it. my children.
1: Yeah, that's an embarrassing thing to do too. Okay, we're looking here for someone who knows the answer to this. <laughs> Take the number two, multiply it by itself, one million two hundred fifty seven thousand seven hundred eighty seven times i guess people are still doing it at home <laughs> and remember to subtract the one uh... at the end and uh, see what you get and uh... anybody on the line so far yes, sirs. i'm sorry could you say that again hello who's that Hello. <laughs> oh my God. We're getting gremlins on the air. It's going to be one of those shows. All right, the question, take number two, multiply by itself 1,257,787 times, and I may say it that many times before we get this. Subtract number one, what do you get, and why is it in the news is the question. And uh, the phone lines are not lighting up. What is this? Technical problems, it says in my monitor. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha, technical problems. Okay. Okay, so what are we going to do here? The engineer here? running out. Yeah, the doing? engineer is Probably. running out of the room. I guess that's it for today's show, ladies and gentlemen. And now here's the Jim Packard mix of Hey Macarena with English lyrics. Uh, let's see.
0: Piano, of course. Yeah. I know it's in your someplace. Um, hey <laughs> Macarena. I think I
1: put the lyrics away, so I... All right, I guess not then. I'll tell you what, you know what we're we'll do? We'll pick someone from the audience to come up here and do the quiz Pretty with good. you. Because I don't think we're going to get someone on the quiz. Now, who would be complimentary here to Barbara on today's quiz? This is going to be a difficult choice. How about, yes, Megan the Macarena girl. Megan the Macarena girl. Welcome up here. And because, uh, Megan, how old are you?
2: Um, Twelve. 12,
1: Twelve years old, you're as smart as you're yeah. ever going to get, Megan. I mean, you are picking <laughs> right now in smartness because you know everything. Are you in uh, middle school? Or?
2: Yeah.
1: What, what grade would that be? Seventh. Seventh grade? Just start the new school year? Yeah. Looking forward to it, or does it look pretty bad? Looks okay. Looks okay? Not too excited, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: a okay. little bit.
1: Okay, what's what's your best subject?
2: We, um, English, language arts.
1: Language arts. Okay, so we don't have that category, but... Uh, <laughs> We have something along those lines. I think it'll work out. Did you know what this number was I'm talking about?
2: Um, I know what it was. but I, I mean, I don't know the number, but I know like, why it was in the news.
1: Why was it in the news? It was, the, it
2: was the highest prime number.
1: Yeah. it's sure, yeah. Terrific. Oh. That's it. <laughs> the largest, largest prime number. Now, did you know that, Barbara? No. <laughs> See, Barbara didn't know I that. My
2: sister, my sister knew that.
1: Oh, okay. She knew. Oh, you know it. So you fed it to her. Okay, I guess we should add you up But that's okay. She can feed you the answers during the quiz, too. Barbara, Megan, say hello to each other. And... Hi. Hi. Okay, this is a good pairing. I have a feeling. Okay, so here's what we have. Jim, what are the categories? Current
0: events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, had you been paying attention, science, or odds and
1: ends. Okay. Megan, let's pick the first one. What would you like? Um, odds and ends. Odds and ends. Okay, this could be anything. Are you familiar with the quiz? You know, how this works? Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Is a Helaman... A helaman, H-I-E-L-A-M-O-N, a a bark shield used by Aborigines or a geometrical shape resembling a quarter moon? A helaman.
2: I believe it's a shape.
1: A bark shield used by Aborigines or a geometrical shape?
2: It's a geometrical shape, but I I couldn't be sure.
1: Couldn't be sure. Uh, Barbara, what are you leaning towards?
2: Oh, I want to stay
5: away from math, but you think it's a shape. So
1: you lean towards the Aborigines on this one?
5: Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe we should lean toward the aborigines. Ab- 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 aborigines. Let's
2: lean towards the aborigines. Okay. Aborigines is right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> he is aborigines.
1: Uh, Helaman. Uh, Helaman. Everyone. Right. That comes up in conversation. Jim, what would that What right and no wrong. Okay. Yes. Excellent. You're on the right track here. Barbara, over to you for one of these.
0: Current events, people, places, school, or science.
2: Places.
1: Places. Okay, it could be anywhere. Let's see where it is. All right, the national dance of Finland.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: Subtract the macarena from your answer right off the bat. Is one of the following? This is the dance that is sweeping Finland anyway. It is it the tango, the tarantella, or the hoochie coochie? <laughs> national dance
2: the but, um,
1: of yeah. Finland. Anyone here Finnish? No idea. From Finland, no.
2: the, the tango, the
5: tarantella, and the... And the hoochie-coochie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. What are you leading towards?
5: I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe people are doing the tango.
1: Think the and, tango in Finland? I agree
2: with that. I have no That's
5: idea. That's
1: right. It's the tango.
2: <laughs> tango. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got those prizes in your eyes. I can see it oh, as far yeah, from so. close. That's the tango. And I guess it's the Finnish tango, a little bit different than the Argentine version.
5: I We're more know.
1: close, don't think. And I would think they would have to actually tap one. But uh, uh, Jim. To right, no wrong. Okay, you're really you're acing us so far. Back to you, Megan, for one of these. Current events, people, school, or science?
2: School. School. Okay. I'm there right now, so Okay.
1: Where'd you learn the Macarena by the way, Megan?
2: Um school. Did you? <laughs> Did they make you do it in school too? Or? Um in gym class. No kidding. Boy, that's <laughs> when we're weird. we're doing
1: dancing. Oh, okay. They do all kinds of dances in there, do yeah. they? Do you enjoy gym, do you? Or?
2: Sometimes. Not anymore, right? Okay. Well, once in a while. Yeah.
1: All right, who said uh, the following? When a great many people are, un- are unable to find work, unemployment results. <laughs> One of these famous individuals. Was it Dan Quayle? Yes. Calvin Coolidge or Gerald Ford? Dan Quayle. No, I'm sorry. It's Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge is the original. Yeah, Yeah, so there was someone before Dan Quayle. It was Calvin Coolidge. (laughs) All three are possibilities. so Let's let's admit it. Uh, Best statement unemployment yet made, uh, Jim. Two right and one wrong. Okay, don't despair. You're you're still in this game. (laughs) That's your advice. Don't listen to her. It's from a counselor, yet, (laughs) Liz. And the advisor. All right, so uh, what remains then, Jim? Current events, people, or science? Current events, people, and science. Let's see, whose turn was it?
5: People.
1: People? Okay, people kind of survey results. Are men or women more likely to think observers are sympathetic when they are seen crying? Now, someone who is crying, are they uh, a man or a woman, let's say, is crying? Which is more likely to think that someone looking at them is sympathetic? Man or a woman, according to the Ramsey Clinic in St. Paul that has studied crying men for many years now.
2: Would you repeat the question? I don't, yes, I don't it's, not, it. It. it's a little
1: complex. Question uh, Are men or women more likely to think observers are sympathetic when they are seen crying? Now if I break down in tears right now due to technical difficulties, would we would think I, as opposed to a woman in the same circumstances, think that people who were sympathetic to me, more likely to think that they were oh. someone oh. observing me oh. were <laughs> sympathetic as opposed to a, a woman who is crying uh, under the same circumstance. So Human do behavior. Do people feel
5: sorrier for men that are crying or for women that are crying? Is that
1: Yeah, do the okay. but do, um. the question is, the person who is crying think that?
5: Oh, they are more oh sympathetic
1: in their own eyes now and
5: all we have to do suppose is I was yes or no. suppose <laughs> I was a man
2: a what? a man a, I'm... a, man. Oh, okay. Okay. a man Okay.
1: suppose I was a man suppose I was crying okay. suppose I was a woman okay okay <laughs> didn't get to this yet in school did you? <laughs> and suppose I was crying would I be more likely as a man to think that someone looking at me was sympathetic, or would I be more likely as a woman to think people looking at me crying were sympathetic?
2: Well, I'm still a little confused, but um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good answer. Right?
2: I would. Do you, say, do you think well, men would yeah, think would that say, they would be?
5: Well, I, 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 that's I. That's what I, I would say, say, but I don't.
1: Yeah.
5: I don't know. Or w- women feel. Um. Women, I think. W- women would feel
1: you like... You were thinking men, though, then you were...
5: No, I was thinking that men would look out and think, oh, they're all thinking I'm stupid. But women would look out and think, oh, they're feeling
2: sorry for me. They would? I, I don't know. But you,
1: you were leaning towards men, weren't you, just a minute ago?
2: That's what my dad said, so... Oh, that's your dad?
1: Where's your dad? <laughs> yeah. Now, if your dad was crying, would he think that people looking at him were more sympathetic as opposed to if your mother were crying and people were looking at her?
2: I don't know. Yeah.
1: So you say men. What do you say, Barbara?
2: I say women. I'd say women, too.
1: I'm sorry. Oh. It's men. Men. Oh, no. Yeah. 63% of men think that uh, when they cry, people are sympathetic. And only 49% of women who cry think that people are sympathetic. They just, But they cry anyway. They don't care who's sympathetic. They just say they're going to cry because they damn well feel like crying. So, uh, Too right, too wrong. All right, so this is it. Dude. This is the deciding. All your prizes. I know. Uh, rest on this. and uh, Jim, what remains? We have current events or science? Well, I
2: don't
1: current events, right? on the news, I'm not science. I good at
2: science. I would have... Okay, science. She's
1: not very good at science.
5: <laughs> yeah, but current events is hard. I've You've got
1: to read the USA you know, Today. Up. How hard is that? <laughs> third grade level. Why don't we read do the s- newspaper this
2: morning? No, why don't we do science?
1: Science, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. All right, scientists at the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago. Have you been to the Shedd Aquarium? Yes. Very nice, fish tank. Uh, have verified the beluga whale's uncanny ability to do one of the following. The beluga whale can do one of the following. Can it, A, impersonate a clothes dryer? B, whistle Dixie through its blowhole, or C, do the Macarena? Okay, Jim Packard, mixed version. <laughs> is it a trick question? No, actually they, they discovered uh, one of their beluga whales doing this very thing there at the Shed Aquarium. Well,
2: if it would make sense to me, I would say the first one of anything. Impersonate a clothes dryer? <laughs> okay. I don't know. That, that seems like it. the easiest thing well, to be able to do. Well, I wouldn't think of well what's it that doing the macaroni you know, so. okay so um, you're thinking impersonate a clothes dryer i don't think it'd be either the first one or the second one <laughs>
1: okay Barbara? i don't think
2: they no. can change pitch to no i don't rehearsal. think that either i
1: think maybe a impersonate a clothes dryer
2: yeah you're
1: right that's it Thank you. <laughs> congratulations <laughs> As a matter of fact, they say that the blue whales are incredible mimics. They can mimic a lot of the sounds around them. In fact, they were throwing off a lot of their experiments with other fish because they were imitating the the, uh, the noise that they were using to train other fish. And the blue whales were sitting there laughing and imitating the buzzer sounds.
5: So they could possibly learn yes. how to whistle Dixie
2: if someone would whistle through Dixie through their
1: blowhole. Well, I don't know. We don't know that yet. Ex- experiments are continuing. But Jim, until that time,
0: that's right. Megan, uh, from Howdy Duty to the Cabbage Patch Kids, you can relieve the glories of going back to school with the full-color illustrated encyclopedia of mental lunchboxes. It's by Alan Whittle <laughs> and Sean Brickell, autographed by the latter from Shipper Publishing. And Barbara you'll have safer phone covers with a packet of Sani phone disposable sanitary phone covers it protects against intrusive campaign posters it's from Sundown Industries Corporation and you'll both enjoy the latest fall video releases with a box of Ivory almond knuckle a delicious new treat grown produced and packaged by the folks at Rural Route 1 popcorn congratulations What do you know travels to Little Rock, Arkansas on Saturday, September 21st for a live broadcast at Central High School. Tickets are on sale through Ticketmaster in Little Rock at 501 374 2200. 501 374 2200. By Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International. Michael Feldman, producer international.
1: Yeah, don't. don't overdo it. All right, keep it right about here. Yeah,
0: this is PRI, Public okay. Radio
1: International. Delmar.